Grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. Amen. The battle is fierce. The war is long. Your enemies are unwavering, unrelenting. They have this deep-seated hatred for you. These enemies are vividly portrayed in the painting entitled An Allegory of Law and Grace. It is a painting by Lucas Cronick the Elder, a friend of Martin Luther's. Your first enemy is sin. Sin attacked and infected you already at your conception. David wrote from experience, Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Corrupt actions flow from a corrupt nature. Your corrupt nature is inherited from your first parents, Adam and Eve. Chronic paints that in the background on the law portion of the painting. Adam and Eve listened to the lisped lies of the ancient serpent. They disobeyed God and they ate of the forbidden fruit. From that time on, you and the rest of humanity have been born and born and conceived in sin. It's part of your nature. It's a part of your DNA that when you sin, it's not a fluke. It's not an accident. It is a part of your nature, a nature that needs a complete overhaul. Sin invades you subtly in your words in your actions and even in your thoughts it tricks you into sins of commission those thoughts words and actions where you show contempt and hostility toward God and your neighbor it tricks you into sins of omission where you have those thoughts words and actions where you have apathy and disinterest toward showing love toward God and your neighbor and your second great enemy is the devil. He is a beastly figure that wants nothing more than to have you depart him into the eternal fire that God prepared for the devil and his evil angels. The devil will tempt and trick you with everything he has. He will whisper lies into your ears. Lies like, God doesn't love you. Lies like, your feelings matter more than the facts of God's word. Lies like when God tells you that something is wrong or harmful or destructive, you can ignore him because he's just trying to ruin your fun. The devil is a deceiver. He has the ability to appear as an angel of light. He makes evil appear attractive and what's wrong appear right he is a murderer from the beginning and the father of lies there is absolutely no truth within him the devil is a roaring lion looking for someone to devour he is satan the accuser who accuses god's saints day and night he is the red seven-headed dragon that has been cast down from the heavens, cast down to earth where he wages war against God's people because he knows that his time is short. Jesus even calls Satan the ruler of this world. And the last great enemy of us 
is death. St. Paul writes, the sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. The German translation of that verse has the word spitz, or spear, for our English word sting. And that's why Chronic has death portrayed as a skeleton with a spear in his hand with the beast of the devil together chasing you into the pits of hell. Death does not discriminate. It affects every person of every nationality, sex, and race. It is endlessly innovative and completely ruthless. It wages war from the womb all the way to the hospice home. It will take parents, spouse, children. It will eventually come for you. Death is just a reality. I have ministered to parents who've lost a child through a miscarriage. And I've ministered to saints who have been over 100 years old. It doesn't matter the time frame. Death will come for all of us. Death is the great human enemy. We were not created to die, but to live. But death came by a man, and in Adam they all die. God spoke his curse of death upon Adam and Eve after their sin in the garden. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. Death is the willing ally of Satan and sin. Death is the result of sin, and it is Satan's last laugh. Moses is the great prophet of the Old Testament who points to the law of the Ten Commandments. You cannot keep the law perfectly. No matter what you do and no matter how hard you try, you will break it. In fact, St. James explains, whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. And you have stumbled more than one time. You have trespassed and gone where God has told you not to go. You have transgressed and you have broken what God has told you not to break. You have fallen far short of the glory that God has expected of you. And you cannot argue against Moses and the law. The law proclaims that now sin, Satan, and death are going to chase you into those pits of hell. No wonder you're so tired all the time with these enemies chasing after you. No wonder you're so miserable with these enemies perverting everything that is good. No wonder that you're so heartbroken with these enemies taking away everyone that you love. In the allegory of law and grace, Chronic paints a tree in the middle of the painting, separates, separating it into two parts, law and grace. On the law side, the tree is barren and dead. On the, on the grace side, the tree is abundant with foliage. On the gospel side, John the Baptist points you to Jesus Christ on the cross. Though the soldiers mocked Jesus saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Jesus really was the King of the Jews and the King of the Gentiles because he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. John the Baptist also points to the Lamb at the foot of the cross. Jesus Christ is the sacrificial lamb who paid for the sins of the world. 
On the cross, Jesus removed sin's power over you. He paid the price. He won you back from sin, Satan, death, and hell. He broke sin's back. The perfect God-man died to pay for the sins of all people, of all places, and all times. And that means that the dove of the Holy Spirit flows out from Jesus on the cross. The Holy Spirit comes to sanctify you. That means that sin no longer has mastery over you. Now the Holy Spirit is working his holy will inside of you. It is terrifying to be chased by Satan and death into hell. But there is good news for all of those who look to Jesus Christ for salvation. While the Old Testament people of Israel wandered in the wilderness, they grumbled and complained about their miserable food. So God finally had enough, and he sent venomous snakes to bite and kill them. But God, who is abundant in his grace, also gave them a way of salvation Moses made a bronze snake and lifted it up on a pole so all those who looked at that bronze snake in faith were spared. Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of that prophecy lifted up on a pole so that all those who look to him in faith will be spared. Chronic pain sat in the background on the gray side. St. Paul writes, for since death came by a man, the resurrection of the dead also is going to come by a man. The process of dying entered our world through one man, Adam. And that means that we are dying a little bit every day. Everyone is terminal. But the reversal of dying comes through the second Adam, Jesus Christ. The first Adam, he died and he was first made out of dust, so when he died and he was placed in the ground, his body returned back to dust. When the second Adam died, he was placed into the ground. But the Holy One did not see decay, and he did not become dust. Instead, on the third day, Jesus Christ rose from the dead, thereby sanctifying the graves of his saints, so that on the last day, all who believe in him will have their graves opened. Jesus became death's greatest victim so that he could then become death's greatest victor. St. Paul continues, For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ they will all be made alive. Jesus Christ's tomb is open. His sarcophagus is empty. The last thing that the disciples saw at Jesus' ascension were his feet. And now Jesus has ascended to the right hand of God the Father and he has prepared the mansions of heaven for his saints where death will never touch them again. St. Paul assures us that Christ has defeated all of his enemies. After he has done away with every other ruler and every other authority and power for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. Death is the last enemy to be done away with. Chronic paints the resurrected and victorious Jesus standing with his foot on the throat of, of the skeleton and his right foot on the throat of the devil as a beast from the pits of hell. In fact, Jesus is taking the staff of his victory flag and he is driving it into the throat of the devil. Jesus has conquered humanity's greatest adversaries. 
the same adversaries that were chasing man into hell have now been defeated once and for all by the sacrificial death and glorious resurrection of Christ. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And at the end, on the last day, all of Christ's enemies will lie humbled and humiliated under his feet. The enemies of the great red dragon, the beast out of the sea, the beast out of the earth, the antichrist, the kings of the earth, and all those who pierced him will be humbled and humiliated. But the last enemy to be destroyed is death. The angels filled the skies above the Bethlehem countryside, singing to the shepherds at Christ's birth, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to men on whom his favor rests. Chronic puts that in the background as well. Because of Jesus' birth, life, death, resurrection, and ascension, now you are no longer have to be afraid of being chased to the pits of hell. Now you can stand calmly with your hands folded, looking in faith to Christ on the cross. Because you are no longer trusting in your works of the law to save you. Instead, the works of the law just get sin, Satan, and death to chase you. Instead, you stand there calmly looking in faith to Christ on the cross, trusting in what he has accomplished in the works of the law, trusting in what he has accomplished on the cross for your salvation. Your enemies are defeated. The battle remains fierce the war remains long but your enemies of sin death and satan are defeated sin is broken satan is crushed the last enemy of death is destroyed and all your enemies are under christ's feet amen